We got a lot going on here today, as usual. That's why we do this show. Hmm. We uh, we look at the news. We see what's happening in the world. Uh-huh. And uh, we pick only the best. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 you know, we determine what you need to know. Uh-huh. As a viewer we of try. the show. As a person going along for the ride. And uh, today, the top story is an iPhone 13 Hmm. Pro story. (laughs) There must be some people that get sick of all this upcoming stuff. Like, stupid. Like, here we go go again. There's been a development, a small fragment. Yeah. There's been or they they've uncovered a fragment on the moon yeah. and determined it is our first insight into the next iPhone. <laughs> it's like, wait, but it's a fragment on the moon. Wait, they discovered aliens. Yes, but what do those aliens know about the iPhone 13? <laughs> yeah. What can they this, tell us? <laughs> how does this refer back to Apple in, in, in any form? Yeah. Because because yeah. Anyway, so here you have a Japanese site, Mac Otakara. And if it wasn't for them, I probably would have skipped this story. But okay. it's just sometimes I like to say Mac Otakara. It's very cool. Sometimes I like to say that. And they did their own mock-up. And it kind of actually was reminiscent of some stuff I was doing in the olden days with 3D printers and stuff. I don't know if you remember any of that. Well, I don't know where you were at that time. Yeah, good times. Uh, 3D printers. And I'd be like, okay, what are the specs of the upcoming? And then you do the mock-up. And like this, in this case, they cut out, uh, it looks like an inkjet printed. (laughs) (laughs) Just slapped it on. And he slapped it in just to better showcase to you. That's some heavy uh, rounded corners. What's going on here, yeah. It doesn't fit perfectly. But hey, man, they were scrambling. They got to get the leaks out, dude. Anyway, a key takeaway here is something we already kind of expected. Smaller notch. You can see them comparing it to the old notch. Look at it. Can't you tell it's so much smaller? <laughs> you know. So they shaved. A, did they shave a millimeter? Maybe. I'm not sure. The alleged iPhone 13 Pro mock-up, which is presumably based on the leaked design drawings that frequently circulate among case manufacturers and others well ahead of Apple's official unveiling, also shows the front-facing camera moved to the left side of the notch, a change compared to its current location on the right side of the notch. (laughs) Sound like a wizard. (laughs) Pictures of the alleged front glass panel for the iPhone 13 lineup shared with Mac rumors also show a cutout on the left side of the notch for the camera. On the left side, and they moved to the right side, and they moved to the left side. Okay. And the crypt- gotcha. and the crypto goes up and down. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> oh, they do. They do have specific dimensions for the upcoming notch. How's that for notch talk? Okay. Listen to this, all right? The notch is 5.35 millimeters in height versus 5.3 millimeters for the iPhone 12. So it got a little taller, but you know who failed with the tall notch was the was Google. Remember the tall notch? You don't oh, even, yeah. even remember that. <laughs> which which model was that? Uh, Pixel. Was it the four? Couldn't have been the four. 
Was it? Who who can who can remember any of this stuff? No, 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 because they got rid of the notch there. Must have been the three. Yeah, this one. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hated the tall notch. Anyway, in Apple's case, it's not gonna. It's like, what is it? 0. 0.05 millimeters huh. taller. However, when it comes to width, 26.8 millimeters in width down, way down from 34.83 millimeters. Okay. So that's the part. That's the that's the key takeaway here. Yeah. You know what I had yesterday? I bought a pack of $12 strawberries. Organic? They they came from Korea, actually. I was over at TNT. Oh, okay. Shout out TNT. Yeah. So I got a couple of nice things. I got a. I got some grapes. Uh. Some. I don't know what the genetics are going on there, <laughs> but these grapes were the size of my head. Super. Yes, drunk. it was tremendous genetics on these grapes. <laughs> Seedless, obviously. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> the grapes were fifteen bucks for the pack. Oh. I was just splurging. I was like, let me try all the fancy ones. Yeah. Now, as far as the strawberries are concerned, it was like the way they were packed was so enticing already. Oh, yeah? Uh, show me some Korean strawberries real quick. Oh, okay. If you can, if you can, it, hopefully you can find the pack I was talking about. But I was amazed. I'm like, okay, these things came to me. <laughs> this one right here. That's a beautiful strawberry. Don't, don't listen. I mean, <laughs> okay. I, mean I didn't get that one, no. No, but I want to see the packaging because it was so enticing the way they did it. And yeah, it was well even better. It was like that. It was like that. yes. This one. Yes. See how they put the like separators in there. Sure. So your one strawberry doesn't bump into your other strawberry when you pay twelve ninety five. Yeah, you don't want a traffic jam of strawberries. It was such a luxurious moment, you know. I've experienced luxurious things in my life, but this. It's funny how even just twelve dollars you can have that experience where just the presentation changed my interpretation of the thing. Like I looked at a strawberry differently. Oh, okay. Because I was like, man, I've been taking strawberries for granted. Uh-huh. And you repack you, you repackage it a slightly different way. You go, that's a beautiful fruit right there. Yeah. They do it well. Tender. And it was good. Juicy. It's a beautiful fruit right there. Yeah. So I had the grapes. I had that. I had an apple called a rocket apple. Oh. You ever tried that before? No. Check out a rocket apple. Look at this. It comes in a in a container that looks like a rocket. No, no. The other container's cooler. Yeah. Daily fruit blast. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Is it an apple? I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, but I'm saying the actual apple is tasting different. It's tiny. It's a, got a crunch to it. Oh. It's got a whole thing to it. So go try some of these things out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> While you're waiting for your smaller notch, all right? Sure. Go try some of these things out. <laughs> I don't know about the genetics on these things, man. I don't know. Today's sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, you you know, but I mean, come on. We told you about Manscaped, and you're still slacking? Uh, Can't have that. 
uh, you definitely need to try the best products from our sponsor today. I've used them. I use them. Have you? I told you in the past. The Lawnmower 3.0 with the ceramic blade, skin safe, all your body parts. Trimmer for groin and body grooming. 600 milliamp hour rechargeable battery. Waterproof ergonomic design. And an adjustable guard with two different lengths. This is about the personal hygiene, Will. Mm-hmm. You know it's about to come around up here? The summer's about to come around up here. Yeah. You know what happens in the summer? You get hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's a mess in the summer. You need every advantage at your disposal. Sure. Including the trimming and the grooming. Yes. You don't need that insulation in the summertime. No. So you take care of yourself. Is uh, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game with their perfect package 3.0, coming with the essential lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Your balls will thank you, Willie. Do it's Manscaped, great supporter of the show over here, and I could speak. Personally to the product. It has a little flashlight on it to help you mm. as you groom the sensitive locations. Because you are a Lou Later fan, you get 20% off right now and free shipping. All you got to do is go to manscaped.com slash Lou. It's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com slash Lou. You can click the link down in the description as well if that's easier for you. Just make sure you use that one because you get to 20% off. And then they know that we sent you. Mm-hmm. Tim Cook is dropping hints. He's dropping hints that uh, Apple has is at least thinking about some of this car stuff. He's teasing. You know, I had some strawberries. Yeah. Yeah, he was asked some specific questions. What was it? Uh, I don't know. CNBC report. I don't know who he was talking to. Uh, here's the here's a quote. It was oh he was on a podcast. I guess was it an interview with Kara Swisher? It was called Sway the podcast. Oh okay. All right. Puts this show to shame. Got Tim Cook on there. Will. It was on Sway. Like, yeah, that's right. Not not that Sway. <laughs> sway in the morning. No, not that Sway. <laughs> The autonomy itself is a core technology in my view. If you sort of step back, the car in a lot of ways is a robot. An autonomous car is a robot. And so there's lots of things you can do with autonomy. And we'll see what Apple does. Ooh, cryptic. Mm. What was he really saying? Where do I invest my money? When do I buy my Apple car? We investigate so many things internally. Many of them never see the light of day. I'm not saying that one will not. I guess this was a question relating to the car itself. He doesn't want to answer it. He doesn't want to say specifically. We love to integrate hardware, software, and services and find the intersection points of those because we think that's where the magic occurs. And so that's what we love to do. And we love to own the primary technology that's around that. We're Apple. I'm Tim Cook. And say that. 
I added the last part. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's enough there. There's enough meat there around all the variety of other rumors and the fact that it just makes sense to see this as an indication that uh, Apple is investigating such things. But it's kind of funny the way it was phrased. This idea that autonomy itself being the core technology and not the car like the car is just oh that's old-fashioned tech why you talking about we talking about wheels and rubber and Mm -hmm. you talking about that's dumb yeah no 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 we can apply our autonomy to anything maybe it'll be in a car maybe it'll be over here yeah maybe it'll be in your kitchen Uh uh-huh autonomy is a core technology yeah don't bother me with that car stuff we live at the intersection. We're Apple. I'm Tim Cook. We stay at the intersection. Once your company describes itself as an intersection, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I don't know what it means, but <laughs> <laughs> you probably, I think once you describe your company as an intersection, you probably have shareholders. Yeah. Where we're at the it's, intersection of something big. What's our intersection? I don't mean the actual intersection. The LG thing became official, by the way. That's a bit unfortunate. It's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, I saw some people on Twitter like, look, look, it's a bummer. Don't you dare forget what LG did in the space. I see that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw some people saying, well, if you cared so much, why don't you buy these phones? Over, over the last few years, if you cared so much. <laughs> Call them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what the internet does, right? Ah, It's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It just doesn't... I think you always miss something more when it becomes official. You know, you start to reminisce a little bit more. Uh-huh. You take things, you take everything for granted when it's there and available. Yeah. In life. That's no, a human no problem. No, man, the grass is always greener. Yeah. You know? But uh, it is official, I guess. I saw all the reports come out this morning, even though we talked about it. I don't remember when we talked about it. The writing was on the wall. The reports were coming out, and then it became official. LG exiting the smartphone business, even after some of the coolest form factors, including the latest LG wing device. Yeah. Um, Some questions remain, though. What happens to my my current LG phone as far as software now that the smartphone portion shuts down? Mm-hmm. That's a valid question, Will. Yeah, they make software too. Well, the, the key factor here is they're not going out of business. Look at that TV in the background. Best looking TV around. Um, yeah. You know who made it? Uh, I have a suspicion. Tell him what he do. It's LG. <laughs> what is this show right now? I'll tell you what his show is. It's just this is the, this is exactly just this two is guys a, talking. This is exactly what's needed right now. Yeah. A lot of crap going on out there. For sure. A lot of people. A lot of people out there telling you how to think, telling you what to do. We're not going to do that to you. Yeah. No, no, no. We got respect for you. We just present what's out there 
try to cover it all, mm -hmm. try to showcase both sides of it, <laughs> and uh, go for a ride. That's about sure. it. Yeah. Anyway, so LG still got a business. They still got a, a brand to uphold. They can't just be leaving you uh, hanging out there. And so they're going to keep supporting software on certain devices. Not all of them, but fairly recent ones. In fact, uh, this article over here, Android Authority, what are they saying? Uh, some of LG's phones will be upgraded to Android 12. You know, Google doesn't, doesn't want these people being hung out to dry either. So there's... I'm not, I wouldn't be too worried about it myself, but I can understand the questioning around that. Anyway, mm -hmm. RIP LG smartphones. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe a comeback one day. Sure. Because remember, you opened up the phone lines. You said, look, whatever you need, LG. That was you. Yeah, I'll buy the phones. You just buy You make them, I buy them. That's right. You just like store them over there, store them over there. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, Will, I don't know like, why how feasible do this you is. You have so many. Long term. Uh, you'd be better off. Uh, you should probably just buy some NFTs instead. No, no. They don't take up as much space. Yeah. That's what LG has to do. Never mind making the smartphones. Just make smartphone NFTs. Sure. It's just a, it's just a LG. It's an LG wing that just keeps on like. Yeah. And then it's easily, you know, 20, 30 million dollars. Oh, yeah. Get you back into the profit zone. Oh, for now, let's pour one out. You're pouring one out. Oh yeah! Wow, I thought yeah. that's what we had the dogs for on the floor. Yeah, they you, do that too yeah. every day, <laughs> all the time. We got our first glimpse of the yoke steering wheel. I don't know if it's the first because I saw somebody. I think we may even talked about a clip at one point with the drone flying over some Teslas, and it kind of caught a glimpse of the yoke steering wheel. But this is way closer. This is much better, this okay. video. As a user, a user? A citizen, a human, mm. was walking around, and I guess they saw this Model S Plaid sitting there. Funny enough, I think I ordered this spec, but I haven't heard from Tesla in a long time. I don't yeah. know if they're going to give me this car. Or... It's supposed to be shipped in March. And what's going on with that? There's no update? You didn't get an email? I don't think so, unless I missed it. But... Anyway, this one's out there in the world. And the key component here, the, the big difference maker, how you can tell, is the interior, obviously, and this very unusual steering wheel. And this person got right up close and personal with it. He's like, hey, that's a new plaid. I'm just going to film it. That's it. That's all you need to do. And so the yoke steering wheel is there. The new interior, the new display, the new trim with the black trim all over, the new wheels, $4,500 option. Hmm. The plaid badge on the back, the black trim above the steering wheel. Where was this? Uh, the plate on the right looked like California, right? Oh. But was it, that at a dealership, you think? No, this doesn't look like a dealership to me. But it is odd that the car itself has no plates on yeah. the front or back. How'd it get it here? Uh, That's cool. It looks, if you look at the reflections, it looks like a residential area. And looks like it was driven too. Yeah. The dirt marks. Oh, it's been driven. No doubt about it. Well, that looks cool, man. Well, they're getting closer, at least. Yeah. I mean, you see this one on the road. You start to realize the physical thing. I mean, it exists, and it's coming soon. Yeah. It's uh, very cool. 
Eventually, I'll, I'll get it. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. At a certain point, I don't know. Are you? You're Should excited. I still get it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Are you excited? Right. Yes. Ob- yeah. But it said March, and I was like, okay, cool. There's going to be an so opportunity uh, to film the thing, and it's going to be early and everything else. And then, uh, like, let's say it takes another six months or something. And I, and I look, I under- it's hard, man. It's hard to make these things. I understand. Mm. But it's like any product, really. It's timing and hype and everything sure, else. It's yeah. all connected, especially in this game where we're trying, you know, you might make a video about it, and it's all really important when it all happens. Like right now, this guy has more footage on the Model S Plaid yeah. than I do. What's the channel name? It's uh, uh, Shiprasa. 45,000 views. Quick walk around. Four subscribers. Shout out. <laughs> Gorgeous. Awesome find. Yeah, I mean, he just spotted it in yeah. public in, this, in San Francisco by the looks of it. But again, parked on the street. We should know San Francisco when we saw the hill. Parked on the street. No plates. Interesting. Mm-hmm. One more thing about Tesla, more specifically Elon Musk. We have a little update on his pitch, his Texas pitch. You saw the tweets previously around people moving to uh, the southern part of Texas, the SpaceX part of Texas. Yeah. Don't, don't even open Google Maps. Don't even try <laughs> to open Google Maps. You were like, you were like Indiana Jones. When you open Google Maps the other day. Yeah. Just waiting for a giant rock to fall <laughs> on me. Which it did. Uh, yeah. It was painful. You were exploring unknown landscape. <laughs> I was like, what is this? What's yeah. a map? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was tough. So we don't have to do that. But it was in the southern part near the uh, Mexican border. But now he's turned his attention to where I believe he happens to be living, based on what we've heard of until this point, to Austin, and in uh, I I don't know does this does this constitute a cryptic tweet? He writes Austin plus plus, and then replies to that tweet saying, "Urgent need to build more housing in Greater Austin area." Oh, is he trying to connect Austin with uh, his other city that's near Mexico? Kind of bridge the gap a bit. Well, I mean, that's where they do, they're going to do the truck, right? The right. cyber truck. So yeah. that's going to require a lot of uh, uh, employees and, and bring those jobs. It may be definitely even more so than the Starbase stuff, Brownsville, South Padre section of Texas. When you're building a vehicle, you need people. Mm-hmm. Well, for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm assuming that they're probably starting to gear up and a lot of people are coming into town and saying, I can't get my hands on the housing. And Elon's like, let me send a tweet real quick. Get some houses built. <laughs> Make it easier. And who knows, maybe there's even bigger plans in the Austin area that aren't public yet around bringing more assembly there and therefore increasing the housing demand one more time. Yeah. So... Maybe he knows something you don't know, Will. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard to believe. But maybe, just maybe, Elon Musk knows something you don't. Now, Hyundai, they're ratcheting up 
their EV play. And one of the things you got to do if you want to ratchet. <laughs> I caught you off guard today, didn't I? You got me. I got you off guard today. You're like, you're like, okay, here it is. Status quo. We're going to go from point A to B. Let's go through the motion. I saw you drinking your fancy drink over there. You had your nice lunch. <laughs> it's just green tea. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be one of those episodes. Eh? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, every so often, uh, you got to mix it up every so often. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, every so often. Any, I embrace it, you know. Anyway, so what they're doing is they're showing off some of these new uh, charging stations. And I think they're pretty cool, these charging stations, because they're going to have all these new EVs coming out. They're going to need these uh, stations around Korea in order to deal with it as they rapidly transition. And rather than do the typical recharge station as you've seen it, they made it more like a gas station. But It looks like a bus stop. Or a bus stop, but you can it's, see the uh, stalls. Yeah, know? it's very cool. There's like lots, and then you kind of just tuck your car in there. And the cool part about it being covered is uh, rain, mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about it. And shade. Shade from the sun. Yeah. I mean, you got to love a roof here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some roof. That's for sure. Well, an anyway, that's the way they're going to do it. It's obviously a little more expensive to put something like this out compared to the way we've seen even superchargers from Tesla. Now, I don't know if in some areas Tesla has done something similar to this, but I usually see the standalone chargers in the stalls Yeah. without the covering. The other thing I should mention, these are these are fast. I like the name of it too. They're, they're calling it E-Pit, fast charging stations, like when your race car goes to the pit. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. And they're going to be fast. So 800-volt chargers. You're going to get 80% of your battery in as low as 18 minutes. Nice. And 100 KMs, 100 kilometer range, in just five minutes of charging. Hmm. You roll up to the E-Pit, get yourself 100 kilometers in five minutes, Well, Now, are these uh, <laughs> universal plugs or are they just for the Hyundai EVs? The network will be available for all EVs compatible with the CCS Combo 1 DC fast charging standard, which is the same as in the U.S., okay. so not Tesla. I see. The initial stage is to build 20 stations with a total of 120 stalls, 12 stations with 72 stalls at highway rest stops around mid-April. Wait a sec. Where are they putting this? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is in South Korea. Cool. The primary objective is to enable drivers of the all-new Hyundai Ioniq 5 and Kia EV6 to take long-distance trips. You see, they got to build it out over there, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So this is kind of shaping up to be a battle, isn't it? The charging standard. Mm -hmm. Tesla on one side and a lot of people over on the other side. Yeah. I mean, this is a good step. That's a nice look. You know, look. 
maybe a strawberry dispenser right beside <laughs> it might uh, entice more people. Uh, well, I'll sign me up. Yeah. Travel there right now. Aren't you going to be getting the uh, Ionic? Isn't that your EV? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I've been getting so many cars. You bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Mach-E first. Oh, right. And then the, uh, I, I do like the um, Aptera. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I don't even know if it's coming out, but... Uh, Wait a second. What is this? This isn't even like a well-known. You're not getting that. Stop <laughs> it. I like it too. That yeah, thing is man. cool, but I just feel like you can't pull the trigger. You're a low-key guy. Well, yeah, that's true. You're getting well, so much. Cool, you, if you drove this, you would get more attention than anything else on the road. You would get more attention than a Lambo or anything. If you roll up, if you roll up to the grocery store in this thing. Yeah. Immediately crash it too. Holy cow. <laughs> That's so cool though. Yeah, with the getting the power from the solar panel and everything else. Yeah. But I want to know which one you're actually getting. Which uh, EV are you actually getting? Once well, I'm not saying you're doing it immediately. I'm saying the Rivian, when the you event Polaris. Rivian, you're not getting a truck. <laughs> what are you talking about? I would like a truck. What? Yeah. This is news to the show. This is breaking news. Well, I mean This uh, is breaking news. You're getting a truck? I would like, I said I would like to get a truck. And the Rivian is... <laughs> when you eventually get an EV, you're getting a truck. Is this breaking news, yes or no? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. Could be a cyber truck as well. No. I'm just naming, <laughs> I'm just naming EVs. <laughs> if you were forced to pull the trigger today on an EV, you were forced... Someone came and said, look, you must purchase an EV today uh, or else this terrible thing happened. Okay. But you still got to spend your own money and purchase it. So you got to be like, think, it's not going to just sit the value, be there. You got to just think about what's feasible and, and, and like, like, you know, how, how every citizen would do it. What do you take right now? Uh, I would go for maybe a Model 3, something modest. You go for a Tesla. Yeah. You see, that's the key right there, isn't it? <laughs> what? Why? It's just the key, isn't it? Yeah. That, I'm a fan of Elon, you know. I, but it's also, I think it's also that it's a comfortable, you see so many on the road, they're so far oh, ahead. here too? It's insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every day I'm seeing more on the road over here. Mm -hmm. Even the intersection over here. Yes. Every time I'm stopped at the intersection, I just look, boom, 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 Tesla counter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They're making their way all over the place. So there's something comforting, I think, about a person purchasing their first EV and just being like, okay, let's, I mean, there must be a reason why this one's everywhere. It was early, but also they're good. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And you need these other brands to prove themselves first before you take the jump. Sure, yeah. 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 All right. Wow. Breaking news. We got a little bit more into Google Silicon situation. Well, we have a headline here suggesting... That this will turn the Pixel, could turn the Pixel into the iPhone's biggest competitor. Agree or disagree, Will? We're talking about the custom silicon partnership, Google uh, report, Google working with Samsung to move away from Qualcomm, have more control, uh, tighter integration, ownership over the whole SOC. Yeah. They would have to make some sort of amazing feature. For iPhone users to convert, I would say. Well, this just says 
the iPhone's biggest competitor. So I suppose all they would have to displace here is Samsung, because I would presume we would say Samsung is currently the iPhone's biggest competitor. Oh, okay. So so would this push Pixel past Samsung is the question. Isn't it weird that Samsung's like helping Google make the chip? Yeah, well, Samsung's helping I giving I selling so, yeah. screens, screens to yeah. Like Samsung is Samsung. Yeah. That that's how big okay. They're making so many things. They don't they're like, yeah, our, we sell smartphones, but we also do this and that and this and you want to buy that from us and they got it all, man. Sure. To beat Samsung, I still feel like they need some sort of incredible feature. Mm. I don't know what it is. The camera can't just be nice. No. The Not anymore. The price. Hey, man. The price can't be nice? Mm. No. Hmm. Well, they do come out. Well, that's one of the things, right? With the with the custom silicon, they believe that. Okay, they don't believe. There's evidence to suggest that when you go to roll out the new feature, new software feature, you can do it more quickly on older hardware when sure. you control this stuff. Yeah. So they could be more innovative and nimble. They could be like, okay, here's a new feature, and it's not just for the latest one, but it, instead, it's going back. Uh huh. It's going back to the uh, old models as well. Like you, you, you heard of these features? Like what? What is it? Uh, What's the feature when they're waiting on the thing? You love that stuff. It's like a the personal voice assistant. Yeah, you love that stuff during a call. You love that stuff. Yeah, is it is it life changing though? Well, when's the last time Samsung changed your life? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess in order for Google to like push Samsung out. Yeah. It, to to the second spot, they would have to do something incredible. That's all I'm saying. No, I hear you, man. Yeah, it never hurts to do something incredible, no well, matter what, course, no matter yeah. what type of work I, you're doing. It never hurts. We all strive for that. Yeah, I think it's a it's a tough pitch. It's a heck of a headline. Got me clicking. Thank you, Michael Simon. Is the Pixel the iPhone's biggest competitor? I'm going to say the opposite. I'm going to say I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I'm going to say only because of the brand recognition and potential around the word google it's it's a thing where i feel like they've always underperformed you have this search engine this brand that everybody on planet earth uses yeah and is aware of and here you have this hardware opportunity to leverage some of that awareness and they kind of haven't really done it all that well mm -hmm. they've been dominating in software exactly software. exactly yeah, never mind search, like everything, YouTube, mail, sure, everything. Yeah. Like you think of the, the the tightness of all that. Maybe once they can finally get a grip on this hardware thing, that could be the key piece because they have been so dominant with software. Yeah. So maybe not immediately, but down the road, depending how long we do this for, down the road, I think Google could easily become the iPhone or Apple's biggest smartphone competitor. Okay. It could happen. Especially could. if they keep on tightening this relationship with Samsung who knows hardware. Just putting that out there. Mm. Just yeah. just saying that. Speaking of Samsung, they're doing something fun. I thought you might like this, Will. Teaming up with Adidas to put out uh, some special edition stuff for the Galaxy Buds Pro. This is an Adidas Originals collab with the uh, Stan Smith styling. 
oh, cool. of the old school stuff. And what you see here is the uh, the green stripes, the white packaging, and the snapback mm. style hat, which is actually the case for the Galaxy Buds Pro. They'll charge in that. Yeah, cool. This is going to be a Korea exclusive, South Korea only. Unfortunately, they're getting a lot of cool collabs. Mm -hmm. Samsung is able to string up deals in Korea. We've covered a couple of them. I like this type of thing. I just feel like it's fun. Uh-huh. I feel uh it just it's just a it's just a slightly different take, you know? Yeah, I like how the fact that there's no real Samsung branding on it. It's mm. mostly Adidas. Mm. You know? You only see like the little galaxy uh logo on the box, but then it's predominantly just green and white. You're right. I bet you the stripes. buds, the buds still say Samsung, I bet. Right. But, yeah, I wish we had a closer look at the buds. Because they're, what are they? They're white too, right? And I think it depends chrome. It depends which color you get. So even with this one, apparently, uh, I think you can get in a few different colors. Let's see. You'll find Samsung Galaxy Buds Pro wireless earphones, which don't seem to have any Adidas branding, in a choice of phantom black, phantom silver, and phantom violet colors. And there is a special coupon to purchase a pair of Stan Smith sneakers. Oh, okay. Hmm. The snapback case is made from recycled plastic, and the Buds Pro themselves are made from 20% post-consumer materials. Hmm. Uh, coming out April 7th. What's today? April 7th. Limited edition, 6,000 units, around 250 bucks USD. Hmm. Special, fancy edition. Uh, speaking of special devices... How about the world's largest Nintendo Switch? Six feet long, 65 pounds. Uh, break it down for me, Will. Uh, I guess this is just someone who's like a engineer and just wants to play around with uh, making things larger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, why they would do this. I guess just for fun. For views, man. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's hard out here on YouTube and no, I mean, it is, you got to do crazy things to get, look, well, here's the article. It's, we're at such a stage in our internet lives that you gotta, it's, uh, to catch people's attention, you gotta do these extreme things. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good by the way. The execution. Yes. Oh yeah. It's nicely finished. And a lot of it is made out of wood, which gives you another appreciation. Oh, right on. For, Getting the curves, right? Yeah. It's pretty, nice. pretty cool. And. Uh, it's functional, obviously. It's enormous for anyone wondering. It's not, you can't play it. it I mean, you like can a, play it, but you can't play it. It's like the size of a table, like a dining room table. It's six feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's 650% larger than the original Nintendo Switch. It features a 4K screen. Many of the parts were 3D printed, fully functional. Uh, where it will be cool is where it's eventually going to end up. And by the way, uh, the YouTube channel, we got, I mean, got to give a damn. Uh, give Michael a Pick. Shout out here. Holy smokes. Michael Pick. You go check him out. He achieved what he's looking to achieve, by the way. Like, I'm not, I'm not uh, hating. You know, type of crazy things I'm trying to do for people to watch videos? Like, stop it. I'm not hating on anything. I'm just saying it's funny where the internet goes, the places the internet takes us. To giant Nintendo Switches that are playable, but not exactly yeah. playable. Anyway, here's what's cool about it. He, uh, 
he gave it to a children's hospital. Oh. And they, even though aren't going to jump up and play it like that, it will be a cool display, like an enticing display. And they'll just have the controllers and just play from the couch or whatever. Oh, nice. Or maybe, I don't know, from the, from the bed or whatever it might be. And you have a giant 4K display in there. And it kind of is just a little bit more fun than just rolling in a plain display. Yeah. I guess uh, this would be a good shot. They could say, hey, you know? I played, I got a chance to play on the world's biggest Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It's fun. So shout out Michael Pick. Yeah, shout out. How many views did he get? Because I noticed he's got 4,000 subscribers. It looks like he's kind of a new newcomer to YouTube and he got uh, 45,000 views. So maybe we'll send a few views his way. Yeah. Go, I said, yeah, let's send a few views his way. I don't know if you follow this one. Microsoft was had some sort of Twitter contest thing going on with Skittles. Skittles. Oh, you know about this. Really, really little. It was like Lime Skittles versus Xbox Fridge. It was a very bizarre yeah. contest. It's hard to know what the crossover <laughs> is there. <laughs> I just read Skittles. Uh, Microsoft and then yeah. the Bridge. I was like, oh. No, oh, I mean, okay. it's a problem we all have, right? A, <laughs> you just read this headline. Okay, cool. I got the key components. The keywords didn't entice me enough to read it. Skittle, Fridge, Twitter. But. Okay. Anyway, uh, I guess there was a promotional Fridge that Microsoft did around Xbox launch. The Series late, The X. Series X. It's a, it looks Bridge. like a Series X, actually. It's black and what does that mean? Rectangular. Yeah. So they did this fridge promotionally. Oh, but that's a big fridge that Justine had. I think that we're talking about a mini fridge here. Yeah. Oh, not that fridge. fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that. That thing's too big, I think. Uh, e yes, there we go. That the mini fridge. And I guess Twitter liked it as a marketing thing. And so it was in some sort of a March Madness style bracket against other cool marketing things that companies had done. Hmm. And somehow that got lumped in with a Lime Skittles, which I didn't even know you that, that Lime Skittles didn't exist anymore. I didn't. Oh. What is the green? Is what is the green color if it's not lime? I thought it was a uh, green apple. Is it really? I could be completely wrong. So if I take a green Skittle out of a regular Skittle pack, you, you're telling me it's apple flavor I, right now? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Well, people are going to quote you unless you change your unless you change what you said. Long lost. Sour. Yeah, no, these, no, these no, 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 no. Not sour. I'm saying the but green. But you're talking about the original. Original, the green oh, I one. I think that one's lime. But then it says, look at that top package. Limited edition, long lost lime. Like it was lime, and then then it became oh. what? I don't know. Look at that. Why green apple Skittles ruined Skittles? It used to be flavored lime, and it provided a perfect equilibrium with the other Skittles. Green apple was introduced in 2013, and its more dominant flavor overpowers the others when you eat a handful. I don't know about all this, but anyway... Uh, that was the other the other thing. So in the contest, Microsoft was like, if we win this and get more votes, we're making the fridge for people. And 
Skittles was like, we're going to bring back the lime flavor if we win this contest. Mm. And then they were in a dead heat. They were locked. And then eventually Microsoft won and they're making this Xbox mini fridge, apparently. I heard it was really close. It, it was, was like crazy. 49, 51 or something. It was tied for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Skittles might be might do the lime thing anyway. It was super hard to follow what was going on on Twitter and a variety of tweets. Um, but anyway, Xbox, they said that the first mini fridge they're going to send out is going to go to Skittles. Hmm. Good sportsmanship type of thing, you know? Yeah. All right, this is the last one. How about an enraged woman shooting at workers in the drive-thru? Cool. <laughs> I don't even know if I believe this story. This seems a bit too much. Apparently, oh, apparently... She was coming through Burger King and uh, felt that she was waiting too long to drive through mm. to get the food. Got out of the car and had an argument at the window about the amount of time waiting. Escalated. Argument escalated. Gets Goes to get the weapon from the car and then fires shots through the windows. Sending the... Uh, employees scurrying. Thankfully, no employees were hurt. And then the whole thing was captured on surveillance. So, why, why did you think it was fake? Well, because at least the part of the story that's just like, oh, you were waiting too long for your food. Oh. Like maybe there was some other beef uh, pre existing or oh, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody wants their food quickly, but. Yeah. Hence the name fast food but that seems like a like a quite an intense escalation right yeah but i don't know it's possible what well, would you do in that situation if you were, who am uh, i in a, who am i in that situation you're the cashier right beside the door <laughs> oh my god would you try to take her no gun? no 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 you're not taking anything you throw you're, a burger at her no you're getting down man you're getting behind something and you're getting down because she has to open her car door and you see the her well do you though i don't know and then uh, do you do you think cuz no one's expecting that do you think you're i almost feel like there should be a lock on this door right there like, might be on the inside. she she may have caught it when it was open cuz they were still serving customers pre window, pre presumably in front of her because she had to go back right to her car to get the weapon so i don't know um, it probably that thing is swinging open and closed every time some new customer yeah. comes. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get behind something and get down, and you gotta get those authorities on the way asap. What's interesting is you fire a couple shots if you're this person. Obviously, you just want to scare them because you you take off after that. You don't continue, whatever it is. But it's still madness. Obviously, no one signed up for this. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not a. Typical Tuesday at a Burger King. No. I'll tell you what. 